Well, hello, listeners, and welcome to another edition of the Heal the Sick podcast. Million here with you, M-I-L-L-I-A-N, coming to you from Saint City, Las Vegas, Nevada, here on the Heal the Sick podcast, a presentation of Dominion Fire Church. Again, Las Vegas, Nevada. Did I mention that? Because we got such a cool city out here. And uh, hey, you got to come check us out because uh, we're, we're we're turning it from Sin City and we're just dropping the grace on them. We're turning it to Saint City one by one every single day. Here on the Heal the Sick podcast, what we do is a presentation where we put God's goodness on display and we demonstrate to the world that God is, yes, the same today, yesterday, forever, all time, so on and so forth. And we demonstrate the healing power and healing ability of what God will do through a willing vessel who is willing to go out and enforce the kingdom. That's right, my friends. Joining me on the show today is a gentleman that I had become friends with over Facebook, and we have some uh, kind of cross-reference here through uh, John G. Lake Ministries, training in the uh, DHT under Curry Blake. And um, the gentleman joining me today had an amazing testimony that I, I had heard bits and pieces about, and then recently I heard a little more, and he is going to share his experience and what he's gone through, because when you hear this, this is going to flip you out. <laughs> joining me on the phone from Sons of Righteousness Ministries, Jacob Phillip joining us on the phone today. Jacob, welcome. Welcome to the Heal the Sick podcast. How are you, my brother? Doing good, man. It's so awesome to be joining you, man. I'm, I'm, I'm humbled by this experience, for sure, for sure. So I learned the other day that you had a healing testimony from when you were born. What can you share with us? My mother had had a miscarriage with her first child, my brother Joshua Adam. He's uh, watching and listening to the show right now. Um, uh, I was born without a brain. I obtained some copies of some documented information from the nurse and from the ministers that actually prayed for me. So um, I actually have that right here in my office sitting right next to me in case we need it later. I was born without a brain, but I was also born with a condition called hydrocephalus, which is water on the brain. And I had a brain stem, but I didn't have a brain. The neurosurgeon told my parents, part of this documentation, that I did not have a brain. What they would do, what they did as an experiment, was they drained the fluid out of my head, and they filled it up with air to see how much brain that I had, and I didn't have any at all. And I also, uh, the nurse told some of the preachers that I had partial skull formation, if any skull formation at all. So uh, it's better said that I didn't even have a skull when I was born. The hydrocephalus was in the brainstem. Uh, hydrocephalus again is water on the brain if I haven't already mentioned that and so uh, you know I was pretty much uh, given a death sentence when I was born and uh, that's the miracle the uh, three assemblies of God preachers came and prayed for me one out of El Dorado, Arkansas whose name is Dwayne Amos and uh, I always drop names because if it wasn't for these men of God I wouldn't be here right now uh, one named Don Logan, who is in who is in New Orleans, Louisiana. I'm I'm from Westboro, Louisiana. And uh, another man named uh, Lowell Ashbrook, who has since passed on. He passed away a, a few years ago, but he also came to pray. So, uh, they came to pray at the request. Uh, the man Don Logan came to pray at the request of the nurse. Her name is Susie Tompkins. 
I hope she, if she listens to the show, I hope she doesn't mind me putting her name out there. Uh, her request, as she asked uh, Don Logan, the minister, to come and pray for me, and uh, I believe my grandparents, who were in the assemblies, asked um, the Wayne Amos and Lowell Ashford to come and pray for me. And the story is that they came and said, God, give this baby a brain. And by the time they got back to my hometown, I was in Shreveport, Louisiana, Shreveport, Bossier at the time in the hospital. And they came, and between an hour and a half span, I, uh, God created a brain and a skull. So. Now, when this all happened, so your your grandparents had initiated this, and then the people came out. Um, have you heard any stories outside of the documentation that, like, what were the doctors' reactions? What was, you know, anybody else in the hospital at that time? Where What, what was the kind of the fallout when that actually did happen? First of all, uh, before I get to the nurses' and doctors' reaction. I would like to let you know, and everybody that's listening know, that uh, the nurse was a born-again believer. She told my mother not to listen to anything the doctors were telling her. My pediatrician had scurried me past the waiting room, and, uh, you know, they had just given me up to die. Uh, the neurosurgeon said that there wasn't any chance of any surgery probably helping me at all. And boy, was he wrong. Um uh, they had told my parents as well that uh, that I needed to be in an institution. I have in the documentation right now that they called me a vegetable. Uh, the stories outside of the uh, of the documentation were, you know, I, I pretty much tell my testimony off what my dad remembers and uh, what my grandmother remembers. And so, uh, you know, I didn't hear this. You know, I'm I'm just as new to this. I've only been sharing my testimony since 2012. I'm just as new to this as everybody's hearing it. Uh, you know, my I, I think for years my dad told me I was born without a brain and the doctor uh, the, uh, that God healed me. But I really didn't come to that realization until about uh, probably a few years ago. And um, as far as the doctors and nurses, uh, my mom took me to see the, doc, uh, the nurse again when I was three years old. And the nurse documents in this thing that I was, she thought I was so smart. Um, of course, I had a brain. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I was so smart, and that was nice to her, uh, her to say that. Um, her reaction and the, the nurse's reaction around her was that they knew I would live, they knew I would live, and they jumped up and down screaming for what I've been told. And uh, the doctor just looked at me, scratched his head, walked off, and he said it was unexplainable. So. Wow. See, that's so cool because it's like, of course you're smart. God just gave you a brand new brain. He's not going to give you something junky. He's going to give you something good. Of course you're smart, man. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. It, it wasn't you. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. So um, to so now modern day, I, what, what's your age now? 36. So now at age 36, um, is there any effect of it? Is there anything that kind of lingers? Is there any symptoms? Like where where are you at now with this? Um, as far as like, uh, well, when I was a week old, um, the hydrocephalus was, was corrected with a uh, with a shunt, which is the normal cure that doctors do for hydrocephalus. You know, um, this what I always say. My parents, my parents were believing for me to have a brain and believing for me to live because I was on I was on death row already, mm -hmm. and and so like, like 
with the hydrocephalus. I mean, you get what you pray for, is what I always say. I mean, they got what they pray for. Um, where I am right now, um, I had a shunt replacement when I was 10 because I had some issues there. Um, I had five surgeries on my head by the time I was three. Um, I've had 20 plus surgeries, probably 25. I've had a bunch of them. Um, mm-hmm. That doesn't mean I haven't had supernatural healings happen to me after that, but basically where I'm at now is the, the shunt that I had replaced hasn't been checked in 28 years. Although they have told me that I should check it every year, I've never had a problem. I've never had a headache. Hmm. Um, I don't get headaches. Um, now, I might get headaches, but I don't get headaches. Hmm. Um, uh, my wife always makes a joke. As far as like what my brain does or whatever or how the symptoms are, my wife just wonders if my brain works at the time. So, um, <laughs> you know, you know she, she's, she's like, are you listening? So, that's, um, that's awesome. That would be the only effect of my brain is sometimes I might be li- not listening yeah that's awesome man it's uh that's an amazing story and that's you know a creative miracle straight up something was not there now it is i mean that's you, you can't argue with that after a while and uh you know listeners one of the things that i have heard people say before is things like all that healing stuff that it's never ever medically documented and it's like i know of so many people myself included you know our guests today and all these things where there's actual documentation that says the opposite and it's like people just for some reason even with proof in their face sometimes just don't want to hear it and it's crazy and it just it, it, it just boggles my brain to be very honest with you so um, we are up against our first break listeners when we get back we're going to hear some more of Jacob's background and experience he's going to tell us a little about his walk and kind of what he's up to these days so keep it locked here on the Heal the Sick podcast we'll be back momentarily thank you for listening to the Heal the Sick podcast presented by Dominion Fire Church our ministry is growing and we would like to ask you to grow along with us Currently, we are in need of financial support, and we are asking friends, listeners, and followers to help crowdfund this ministry on a monthly basis. If this program has blessed or inspired you, please help us to produce more and more episodes by becoming a monthly supporter of $5, $10, or whatever amount is in your heart to give. Your contribution helps us produce more programs, help the sick get healed, and also support Christian outreaches overseas. Please visit www.dominionfire.com slash monthly supporter for details and how to get started. Again, that's dominionfire.com slash monthly supporter. We thank you for your generosity and support. Dominion Fire Church, Las Vegas, Nevada. All right, listeners, back on the Heal the Sick podcast, a presentation of Dominion Fire Church, Las Vegas, Nevada. It is mega up in here. So make sure at any time you check out our website at www.dominionfire.com, as well as all of our social media outlets, but specifically on the website because we have almost one year full of programming at this point of without a repeat guest, 
I've engineered it that way, where every, almost every week since we started the show, we have a new person visiting us and sharing their story and their testimony. So make sure you check out every single episode of the Heal the Sick podcast. Please spread the word, like it on uh, Facebook if you haven't already, and then also on iTunes if you'd please leave a rating and a comment so we can get a little higher up in the rankings and get this message out to people that, yes, God heals and we can prove it. Hello. <laughs> Joining me today on the show, Jacob Phillips from Sons of Righteous Ministries out in the Louisiana area which is, uh, oh man, I, I just, just seafood comes to mind and uh, I, I'm just getting hungry thinking about Louisiana. So it's uh, it, it, it's good and bad that you're here in that way, but it's more good that you're actually here talking to us. So uh, Jacob, we, we heard about your story of being born with a, a medical condition, receiving a creative miracle, and then here you are today. So in the time from that particular healing um, from missing the brain and the, and the skull area. Um, how did you grow up as a child being, I guess, obviously you'd been aware of it and uh, what was your faith like growing up and, and with your parents? How did kind of this all thing come together from your youth? Well, um, as far as, um, you know, preschool and everything, um, I, I always tell, when I tell my testimony, I tell people I was called names people can't make up. I was uh, had rocks thrown at me. I was I was pretty much Jesus in a in a young man's body. I had rocks thrown at me. I was hit in the head with roller skates. Uh, I was spit on. Anything that happened to Jesus, except for the exception of the pulling of the beard, probably happened when I was in preschool. Now my parents were believers. Um, they were full fledged believers. My dad is a huge man of faith. So is my mom. Uh, my dad actually explained the salvation thing to me when I was about six, and uh. I don't know. My grandmother always says that when I was young, that I had a heart after God. She used to record the TV in Saturday morning cartoons. Of course, I grew up in the 80s. Um, so everything was better back then. Um, Davy and Goliath and Gospel Bill. Um, I watched it. I watched all that stuff up until the time I was 15. I had a thing in my head uh, that, that grew when I was younger called the anger seed. It, it developed around three years old. I was, I was kind of angry. I mean, I knew that God loved me, but I always tell people it wasn't until way later on, uh, probably till the, around the age of uh, my teenage years, that I didn't actually hear the, uh, that God had a plan for my life. Uh, I had a lot of other surgeries. I won't go into um, a bunch of them. Uh, I did have two major reconstructive surgeries in Dallas, Texas, uh, to correct my skull formation. Uh, one actually took my legal driving vision, so, I mean, I'm not professing anything bad on the show, but uh, I am legally blind, but you know what? I've seen so many miracles tomorrow on my see 2020. Basically, uh, I grew up knowing who Jesus is. My dad always talks about how when I was three, four, five years old, I was rolling around in my bedroom laughing, and he would come and ask me questions, like, what are you laughing at? And I'd be like, Jesus is telling me jokes, you know? And so uh, I would like to say, even though, like, later on in my teenage years that I got away from God, and it was just, it wasn't really getting totally away from God. It was more frustration with my situation, because mm -hmm. I knew what my situation was. I knew I was different, and with all the picking and everything that went on, I mean, uh, you know, I mean, my, my parents tried to make things as best for me as they could. But, you know, there's only so much you can do as a parent. Uh, and you just, you know, you just got to roll with the punches, really. But I would say that I received my salvation around six, seven years old. I, I mean, I'm not, like I said, I knew who Jesus was. I was raised in 
church my whole life, and uh, I I would I would actually tell people that I've always really 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 had a close relationship with God and and uh you know whatever. But I I had a lot of surgeries. Uh, I had two uh, reconstructive surgeries when I was in my teen years. Uh, that corrected whatever was left to what you know what didn't supernaturally get healed. Things happened, but uh. I'm I'm happy to be here now and be able to share it because basically for me this is just about putting it out there and getting other people healed, other people saved, delivered, life changed. That's what it's about for me. So, so at this point now, um, we we again I said we sort of cross referenced you and I um, involving John G Lake Ministries and DHT, and uh, what prompted you to get involved with that, and how long have you been involved with that? Um, actually, that is. That is the work of a fine man in my life. One of my mentors, his name is Danny Trichelle. Again, I'm, I don't have any trouble with dropping names. Hmm. Um, actually, on the radio show that I help uh, co-host, we just interviewed him. Um, he is, uh, I met him back in 2004. Um, through new, um, it was actually music ads in, in the local music store. They were looking for a full-time drummer um, in their church. And I just happened to be playing drums, and we just kind of cross-referenced back and forth. Saw his number in the paper, called it, kept running into each other. Long story short, I played drums for them for like eight years. Ended up in that church eight years. Got ordained under them. One night he came to me like 2005 or six, somewhere around there, and said, "Hey man, there's a guy that's into healing that you should listen to." And he brings me all these tapes, and he's like, "His name is Curry Blake." And so, being the guy that I am, um, I don't I don't read a lot. I like you know audio stuff, and so I'll burn these tapes at both ends, man, just listening to this guy. And he's saying everything that I've ever wanted to say about healing, about God in general. And uh, I ran into I ran into Curry Blake uh, and uh, Dodging Lake Ministries in 2005 or six. And I've been steadily listening to DHT stuff, like, ever since then. And uh, I actually met, uh, I, I had a web, a different website back then, and uh, Curry put my testimony out on his Facebook page. He said, if you're still up, you, and this was back in, like, January of 2012. This, I will never forget to change everything for us. He said, on his Facebook page, if you haven't read the story of Jacob Phillips and you're still up, please go and do it. It's awesome. And the next thing you know on my Facebook page, there's a flood of friend requests and messages. And um, I finally met him in the summer of 2012, and um, I said, I'm the guy who put his stuff out. And he's like, he acted like he knew me my whole life. Hmm. So. <laughs> yeah, Curry's, uh, Curry's definitely a neat guy. And, you know, I concur with you a lot, too, on the fact that um, – one of the things that hooked me right away with the DHT and uh, the ones that I found was uh, the video series, which is on YouTube, listeners. So if you haven't seen the DHT, you may want to check it out. Just uh, on YouTube, put in DHT, Curry Blake, and you'll find them. It's 19 videos. They're about 45 minutes each. And I was about 10 minutes into video number one, and I was hooked. I'm like, this is it. Because this guy is saying everything I've been wanting to say for years, but nobody would ever take me seriously. He's like, I'm finally validated. And it's like, yes. Yeah. It was It was just such a great experience. So I, <laughs> And I had something similar um, that you did. So, um, so these days you're you're out healing people. You're uh, praying for the sick, and uh, I would imagine you're seeing some pretty good results, probably. Yeah. 
Oh man, I, I I was in prison ministry for seven years until our schedule got a little bit busy. I think um I was there from 2004 or the late 2004 2005 to like uh, the summer of 2012. Um, our schedule got a little bit busier, and I had to make a choice. And hopefully, I made the right one. Um, I didn't really start evangelizing as far as like church evangelism and this and that and the other until 2012. I had some people push me out to do that. Um, and I really thank them, uh, because it's yielded some good results. But, um, a lot of my, a lot of the healings that I saw started in the prison system. And, uh, man, I'm telling you what, the first, the first few people that I pray for do not, I mean, instant. Georgia's disappearing. I've seen cancer leave people. Uh, uh, no, that lady with the gorder, man, this is this story sticks out to me so much. There was a lady with the gorder that comes up and she says, I have a gorder and I don't want it anymore. And I didn't even pray what you would call the general prayer of faith. I just touched her neck and it just disappeared instantly. I said, where's the gorder? Oh, how cool. You know, and um, there, there's just so many weird things to it. Uh, I've seen a lot of knots disappear due to, we seem to have this thing with knots on people's bodies. Hmm. You know, some people are specialists in areas. And uh, I don't consider myself a specialist of anything, dude. I just pray for everybody. And, you know, whatever I get good results with is what we get good results with. But I've seen knots disappear, like, really easy. Uh, a lot of deaf ears open. I mean, we have some kind of knack for deaf ears as well, deaf ears and blind eyes. Wow. uh two of the things that we have really, really, really good results with. You know, that that's so amazing to me. You know, uh, someone that has been through so much and kind of endured uh, growing up with um, kind of what you explained earlier, you know, it would be very easy to kind of be bitter and to kind of just, you know, turn on the world and all that. And it's amazing that you've taken what you have and you're out there basically giving everything away. <laughs> and I just think that's so inspirational. So I just want to definitely commend you on that. And, uh, also, let you know, we are done our second segment, so I got to wrap up on this one. And uh, listeners, we're talking with Jacob Phillips today, telling us an amazing story about the testimony that he's been through and just his general walk and experience in growing up with um, sort of the after effects and the surgeries of the condition and then out to being ordained and ministering today and setting people free. This is, uh, this is how you grab a hold of the bull and turn him totally around. So we're going to hear a little more on our final segment coming up momentarily, so keep it locked here on the Heal the Sick podcast. Million Back with you momentarily. Keep it locked. Thank you for listening to the Heal the Sick podcast presented by Dominion Fire Church. Our ministry is growing and we would like to ask you to grow along with us. Currently, we are in need of financial support and we are asking friends, listeners, and followers to help crowdfund this ministry on a monthly basis. If this program has blessed or inspired you, please help us to produce more and more episodes by becoming a monthly supporter of $5, $10, or whatever amount is in your heart to give. Your contribution helps us produce more programs, help the sick get healed, and also support Christian outreaches overseas. Please visit www.dominionfire.com slash monthly supporter for details and how to get started. Again, that's dominionfire.com slash monthly supporter. We thank you for your generosity and support. Dominion Fire Church, Las Vegas, Nevada. All right, listeners, we are back. 
third segment here on the Heal the Sick podcast. Million here with you. M I double L I A. And you like how I spell my own name? You say, I'm totally full of myself, but you know, God sanctified that. I think now called authority. I don't know. I'm just, I'm going to go with that. So, uh, Heal the Sick podcast. We love having you guys here. Our third segment, always the saddest but funnest because uh, we are wrapping up soon, but not before we get through some great stuff here. Jacob Phillips from Sons of Righteous Ministries out in Louisiana joining us on the phone today. He's also a brother through JGLM, John G. Lake Ministries. Make sure you check them out, jglm.org, when you get a chance. And uh, we've been talking today about the healing that he personally has been through and has been documented and how he's grown up through it, uh, grown up past some challenges, and is now a warrior today. And in our third segment, I always ask our guests if they'll share a lesson with us, something something on their heart, something they're studying right now, something that's just kind of burning up in them, uh, just for a few minutes. So, Jacob, what's on your heart today? What can you share with us? You know, uh, I, I explained earlier that I really didn't hear much of God had a plan for you until I was, you know, a late teenager. And by a late teenager, I mean around 17. Um, really, to be honest with you, I'd like to I'd like to encourage everybody, you know, that um, that is out there right now. Listen, if you don't if you don't think God has a plan for you life, and you think God has given up, you know, guess again. Proverbs says that uh, a people without a vision, uh, a people without a vision perish. You know, ask God for a vision. He's got a plan for you. Jeremiah 29, 11 says, God said, I know the thoughts that I have for you and the thoughts of peace and encouragement and success. You know, God already sees you as a success. You know, when I was when I was growing up, I didn't really know what I was here for. I struggled with that all my life. You know, and I know there's a lot of people out there right now that are struggling. Does God have a plan for me? Does God have a plan for me? Does God have a plan for me? And I want to encourage you to catch the vision, get in the Word. Look up things that have to do with uh, getting the vision, like I said before, um, uh, in Proverbs. You know, people with other vision perish. Everybody has purpose. And um, everybody has purpose. God didn't put anybody here as a mistake. Um, I always looked at myself as a mistake. And, uh, you know, whenever I found out who I was in Christ, I realized that I am not a mistake. I'm a son. But I want to encourage everybody, look up, get in the Word, figure out who you are. Ask uh, ask the Lord in your prayer time, say, Lord, what do you have for me to do? What would you have for me to do? God has God has a job for everybody, you know. There's something for everybody. You know, when I was, when I was, when I was really young and I was struggling with all this stuff, my constant question is, or was, God, you know, why don't, why don't you have a plan for me like you have, for everybody else. So I always wanted to be the one that I saw that was doing better than me until I realized who I was in Christ and that his plan was fantastic. You know, Ephesians 3.20 says, God is able to do exceedingly and abundantly, exceedingly and abundantly, exceedingly and abundantly above all we can ask or think or imagine according to the power that works within us. Love it. God has a plan for every single person, and it's better than what you could think about. And, you know, you might be thinking, hey, look, um, I've messed up. Why would God want to use me? God wants to use you because he's no respecter of person. That's right. Look at the characters in the Old Testament and the New Testament. I've seen Peter, the original customs sailor. Paul went around threatening Christians and watching them die. But you know what? He took Paul who was the Pharisee of Pharisees and also the chief of sinners, and he made him he made him the writer of two-thirds of the New Testament. 
and he, you know, he can take the he can take the something bad in your life and turn into the turn into the something good. You know, we need we need to all, you know, and this uh, including myself at the time. You know, I get down as a minister, but we we need to understand that God has a plan. He has a perfect plan, and He's not going to leave anybody out of His will. You know, God is good, and He's got a plan. Yep. He's got a plan for you. He's got a plan for Malian. He's got a plan for me. He's got a plan for my wife. He's got a plan for the Joe down the street who's drinking beer. Yep. He's got a guy who is in the gutter. He's got a plan for the guy who's in the gutter on drugs. If we can all just figure, you know, get into God and get out of ourselves and know that God has a plan for us. That's my message for everybody. You know, uh, I struggle with God has a plan and, um, Part of my message for my testimony is God has a plan, you know. That's brilliant, man. I absolutely love that because, you know, here's the thing. It's very, uh, I I hate to even say this, but that's just a very cliche thing that you'd hear a lot in church. But uh, for as much as it sounds that way, when you hear stories, again, like you're telling us today, this is where the rubber meets the road. This is where this becomes reality. And I think personally, listeners, that a lot of the problems that we have in the church and in the body today is that we hear things, we say things, but they don't become reality for us. And yes, God does indeed have a plan. And that plan has got to become a reality for that to stop being a cliche. So, all right, that's all I'm going to say on that. It just kind of came to my heart and just wanted to share it with you. Jacob Phillips, it is so awesome to have you here. I love this story and I'm, I'm so happy that you're... Uh, you you're, you got it all together now, and you're getting somewhere and uh, getting healed up. I love hearing that. And um, if people would like to reach out to you, uh, learn some more, hear about more of your story, and just share whatever, how can they contact you? Uh, website, Facebook, email. What can you share with us? First of all, you can start by friending me at Jacob Phillips. At uh, you know, on Facebook, just type in my name, Jacob Phillips. Uh, Sons of Righteousness Ministries is actually S O R Ministries. S O R Ministries dot net. That's all lowercase. Uh, you can book us if you want us to come and share with you, minister to you, and your home group, church, event, whatever you want us to do. Our Sons of Righteousness Ministries at S O R Ministries dot net. Uh, we have a we have a monthly newsletter that goes out. You can either you can Facebook me for that, or you can go to the website. Uh, uh, the email address is sorministries at yahoo.com. You can call me uh, personally for prayer or whatever, you know, whatever you want, uh, 318-331-2296. And um, I'm trying to think of any other contact information I might have. You can call, uh, I'm just going to put my wife's number out there because she's part of the team. It's 318-732-2764. Her name is Charlene. Um, if you can't get a hold of me, you can certainly get a hold of her. She's my right-hand man. Um, she takes care of all of the situation. Um, but anyway, uh, that's the contact information. Oh, Sons of Righteousness at Facebook dot, Facebook.com, Sons of Righteousness Ministry page. They'll give us a better rating uh, than what we have right now. Uh, like our page. Um but anyway, that's all about all I have as far as uh, contact information for you. Perfect. And listeners, anytime, if you have any trouble whatsoever finding any of our guests, or especially Jacob in this case, please feel free to email us at dominionfirechurch at gmail.com or on our Facebook page or website at dominionfire.com, and I will put you in contact with them personally. So there is always a way to find us and our guests anytime you may have a need. So, Jacob, again, thank you for being here today. And as we're wrapping up the show, I always close our program by having our guest 
pray healing for our audience. So um, would you please pray for the audience for anything that comes to mind, any promptings, run with them, and uh, please take us all the way to the amen. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Right now, while we were talking, the Spirit showed me somebody out there has a growth, and your name is Amy. Um, You have a growth, I think it's um somewhere on your arm or your, your hand, somewhere in that area, and your name is Amy. Right now, you're feeling a burning sensation. The go, uh, God is healing that. Um, right now, I sense that shoulders are coming into alignment. There's a disc in somebody's back, and it just, uh, I want to say pop. I don't really know what the word to use, to pop into place. Um, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Father, right now, I just command all sickness and disease under the sound of my voice on this podcast to leave right now. I command all sickness to die. Satan, I command you to take your hands off God's people right now in the name of Jesus. Father, I thank you for this podcast. Father, right now, we just bless this podcast. Lord, we ask God that you would let this podcast grow right now in the name of Jesus. We speak healing to Malian's family right now in the name of Jesus. We speak prosperity. Right now, Father God, we just send the word of healing out across the uh, the radio waves in Jesus' name. According to Psalm 10720, it said he sent his word and healed them from their destructions in Jesus' name. And we just call these things forth. We call forth healing, salvation, and hold. Jehovah Shalom, the God of peace. Jehovah Shalom, the God of peace. Jehovah Rapha, the Lord that healeth thee. He is your doctor. Receive him right Right now, as your medical physician, receive him as your peace. Uh, Jehovah needs our banner. Father, we just thank you that you are our banner. Lord, right now, we just lift up every need, and we call them complete and done right now in the name of Jesus. Amen. Wow. Is it hot in here, or is it the Holy Spirit? (laughs) Awesome, Jacob. Thank you so much for that prayer. Amen, audience. And um, at any time, if you would like to reach out to us, remember, dominionfire.com is the website. That's sort of the headquarters for everything. And from there, um, our Facebook is facebook.com slash dominionfire, as well as our twitter.com is at healingminister, if you want to follow me. And uh, I can get a little edgy up there in case uh, you like your Christianity more on the hotter side of things. So. It's all good. And uh, we also have Instagram and all the other good stuff out there. Again, our website, dominionfire.com. And you can email us at dominionfirechurch at gmail.com. And uh, that's basically it. So anytime you uh, need anything as far as uh, healing or ministry information, contact with any of our guests, by all means, please use the information. This is what we're here for. And uh, I thank you. I thank Jacob. I thank everybody out there just for being here with us. It is, it's so awesome to do the show and just to be able to share this with you. It's, it's so much fun and so exciting and uh, truly a blessing. So thank you, everyone out there. We'll see you next time here on the Heal the Sick podcast. And as we always say, boom, goes Yeshua. We'll see you next time.